0: Film Fair Kim Manch par honge Ranbir Kapoor, Karina Kapoor Khan, Karti Varun Dhawan, Janvi Kapoor, or Sara Ali Khanke electrifying performances. To Huchayitayar for Hindi cinema's biggest celebration. Watch the 69th Hyundai Film Fair Awards 2024 with Gujarat Tourism on Sunday, 18th February, 9 p.m. Ungeon ZT. The Johnson
1: Wax program with fever McGee and Mali. Johnson's Wax Products for Home and Industry presents Fibber McGee and Molly, written by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie, with music by the King's Men and Billy
2: Mills Orchestra. <laughs>
1: there's one job that's getting the play right now and I mean that easy job of cleaning and polishing a car with Johnson's Carnew. If you haven't bought yourself a package of car New, why not do it this week and be one of those car owners who is proud to drive down Main Street or Michigan Boulevard or 5th Avenue. The truth is, it's so easy to clean and polish your car with car New that you won't find doing it yourself. Carnew does two jobs at once, you know, both cleans and polishes with one application. This wax-fortified polish is a liquid which dries on application to a white powder. When you wipe off this powder, all the dirt and road grime and dullness vanish like magic. Carnu gives a super wax smooth finish that doesn't offer much of a foothold to dust and dirt, which you can wipe off occasionally with surprising ease. Try Johnson's Carnu on your car this week. lack of regret, a large portion of our male population is getting back into civilian clothes. But always want to be different, the squire of 79 Wistful Vista is busy getting into uniform. Just why he's making like a soldier, vintage 1918, remains to be seen as we join
3: Biver McGee and Molly. <laughs> Look, dearie, must you wear that old army uniform today? Can't you go in civilian clothes? No, sir.
4: This is a military occasion, and by George. Hey, hand me my blouse, will you?
3: Wait till I take these last two mothballs out of it. Well, heavenly days, look at that. Huh? Square mothballs huh. With little black spots on them.
4: <laughs> oh, my gosh. So that's where those... How many spots
3: on top? Well, there's four spots on one and three on the other. Well, how do you like that? A natural.
4: After all these years. <laughs> Not a dime riding on it.
3: <laughs> oh,
4: hey, this thing has shrunk, hasn't it?
3: No, I don't think so. You're just bigger in the chest.
4: <laughs> yeah, I guess I have. And don't sense. forget
3: your chest is in a different place now, too. Yeah. Well, gee whiz, you can't I? Oh, it. Mrs. McGee, Mr. McGee, are you. <laughs> oh, Mr. McGee, you're all. Now, take it easy, Alice. That's his old army uniform. Oh, gee, I thought maybe he was in a play or something.
4: My dear child. Don't you realize that one of our greatest problems today is how to treat a returning serviceman? Don't you realize that you can't pick up a magazine today without reading an article about don't do this, don't do that, do this, do that. Don't talk to him about the war, do talk to him about the war until a civilian is so darn nervous he can't talk to anybody about anything.
3: <laughs> yeah, and it's a lot of valley scuttle if you ask me. No. Treat them like they were people, I always say. Oh, but I don't understand, Mr. McGee. You haven't been a returned serviceman for 25 years. Haven't you got over it yet? <laughs> An interesting question. Look, Alice. Hmm?
4: You remember Mayor Latrivia?
3: Oh, sure. He was that big handsome man that went into the coast guard. Well, he's coming home today, Alice. He's been in the Pacific for three years. Creepers, and they finally picked him up?
5: <laughs> he
3: hasn't been in the Pacific all that time,
4: Alice. He's been on the Pacific. New Guinea, Holland days, Lynn Guy in Gulf, and all that. place.
3: He's now a chief pretty officer.
4: Petty officer.
3: Well, I think he's pretty.
4: I'm telling you, Chief Petty Officer. <laughs> what?
3: What was that? Oh, just a button off his blouse. Alan. <laughs> you better stand off one side of him. He's loaded. Well, I think I think that uniform is very interesting. But why has he got his legs all bandaged up?
5: Varicose veins. <laughs>
6: Those are
4: puppies, Alice, wrap-around leggings. Oh. My gosh, didn't you ever see a uniform from the First
3: World War? The Big War?
5: One Riddy Eckenbacher and I were in? Is <laughs>
3: Rickenbacker Eckenbacher in before she was born,
5: dear?
3: Oh, do you have to go, Alice? Yes, I've got to go to the airplane plant and get my tools. They're
5: reconverting and I'm laid off. And about time, too. I helped make so many airplanes there, I got so I wanted one myself.
4: What are they going to make now, Alice? Baby carriages. <laughs>
2: well,
5: <laughs>
2: see you later, Mrs. McGee. Goodbye, Mrs. McGee.
5: I think your uniform is simply... <laughs> Oh, brother!
4: (laughs) What was she snickering about? Does this uniform look that
3: funny? Why, of course not, dearie. It looks lovely. I think so, too. With those white tennis shoes and the polka dot bow tie, you're the (laughs) snappiest looking soldier.
4: You answer the phone, Molly. I'm still kind of dizzy from wrapping these leggings.
3: All right. Where is the phone? Oh, here it is, right where we left it, June 26th. <laughs> 79 Whistle Vista, Molly McGee speaking. Oh, hello, Mrs. Carstairs. Oh,
2: that old water buffalo.
3: Yes. <laughs> you are? Why, we'd simply be delighted to, Mrs. Carstairs. Uh... What? Oh, just me. Mm-hmm. I see. You're the chairman of. Yes, but. That
4: old tomato surprise the chairman of so many committees, she has her gloves made with built in gavels.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much, Mrs. Carstairs. Thank Goodbye. you. Goodbye. McGee, you know what? Know what? Mrs. Carr says he's in charge of the reception committee for Mayor Latrivia. Huh? And they're all going to meet him at the railroad station, and she's going to make a speech of welcome. Hey, hey,
4: hey, 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 wait a minute. I got a speech all rolled out, and if that diamond-studded old mud runner thinks she's going to yeah, be... Yeah,
3: but uh, she's going to have a parade with Mayor Latrivia in the back seat of her car, and she's asked me to ride with him, and I said you'd be with me, and she said there wouldn't be room for you, so I said... Now, just no. a minute
4: there. Hold everything. But look, here she's... I don't care what she said. Nobody's going to finagle me out of this thing. Where's my overseas
3: Ah, you lost it at the Legion convention in 1936. (laughs) Then I'll wear my air raid warden helmet. Where's my air raid warden helmet?
2: By
4: George is a World War veteran, I think I'm entitled. Oh, I know where my air raid warden helmet is. Where? It's right here in the hall. Oh, no, McGee, no, not
3: the very first time. Oh, oh, Oh,
4: Closet one of these days. Ah, here's my old air raid warden helmet.
1: The King's Men Sing Along the Navajo Trail.
2: Every day, along about evening when the sunlight beginning to fail, I rise through the slumbering shadows. Along, along, along the Navajo Trail When it's night nice, and crickets are calling And coyotes are making a way Oh, well, what do you know? It's morning already. There's a dawn, so silver and pale. It's time to climb into my saddle and go riding, go riding along the Navajo Trail. But when the crickets are calling and the coyotes are making a way, a Navajo what do you know? it's morning already, there's a darling beginning to sail, it's time to climb into my saddle.
4: Mrs. Carstairs has took over the whole of the trivia welcome celebration, has she? Yes,
3: she has, Davie.
4: Where are you eating her? At her house? Or is she picking you up in her forty cylinder Lincoln? The one that was given to her by Lincoln himself. Oh. Because she looks so much like George Washington.
3: Oh well, now, for goodness sakes, McGee, Mrs. Carstairs never did a thing to you. Why do you dislike her so much?
4: Because she's rich and I'm poor. <laughs> I know that ain't reasonable, but it's human. And the way I dislike her, I'm superhuman.
3: Well, for goodness sake, try not to be so... Oh, well... Come in. Well, heavenly days, Dr. Gamble.
6: Hello, my dear. Nice to see you. And how are you, super mouse? (laughs) What's that uniform? Western Union?
4: (laughs) army outfit,
6: Aerosmith. Well, how you been? How'd you spend the summer, kid? Oh, hunting and fishing and hiking. Really, Doctor? Yes, hunting vacant beds in hospitals, fishing for appendices, and hiking 30 miles a day through maternity wards. Great little vacation. (laughs) 30 years a doctor and can't say appendices.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you don't look a day older, Doc.
3: Not a day older than 106. Say, did you hear about Mayor Latrivia coming home from the Coast Guard today, Doctor?
6: I did indeed, my dear, and it'll be a great day for Wistful Vista. Those adult-fated incompetents in the town hall need somebody who knows a parking ordinance from a sewer assessment.
4: is <laughs> the best mayor we ever had. He's the only politician in town that can wear a silk hat without looking like Jigs sneaking out to Denny Moore's saloon. <laughs>
3: And his swallowtail coat never looks like it had spent the summer at Capistrano either.
6: <laughs> I'm depending on him to help get the city some new ambulances. That's all. Those two broken-down fracture trucks we have now spend so much time in the repair shop, my patients get to the hospital smelling like diesels.
3: Ah, <laughs> uh, this has been a pretty hard time for the doctors who had to stay home, hasn't it? Oh, but, uh.
4: Don't let this poor flushing old artery pinch your kid, you baby. What's such hard work about tearing off eight inches of adhesive
6: tape four times a day? (laughs) You know, he's right, Molly. It's really a soft touch. If I hadn't been given a beautiful new stethoscope for Christmas, I'd give up medicine and go straight. (laughs) (laughs) Tired of it, Doc? Tired of it. Did you ever try making a living by having people stick their tongues out at you?
3: Yes, he did, Doctor. He used to work in the railroad ticket office. <laughs> ah,
4: touche. <laughs> I never wore
5: one.
6: <laughs> well, I we'll see at the reception for the trivia this afternoon, McGee. I'm on Mrs. Carstairs' committee. What? Is everybody on that committee but me? What's the matter with me? We went into that subject at a luncheon meeting, but we had to adjourn for dinner, so we never arrived at a conclusion. <laughs> Good day, my dear. So long, corn borer. Uh,
4: This is a fine state of how-do-you-do. Mayor Latrivia's best friend, and they don't even ask me to be on the welcoming committee.
3: Well, my goodness, dear, there'll be such a crowd at the station you won't have a chance to talk to Mr. Latrivia. Yeah, but the point
4: is I'm being froze out. If I knew what train he was coming in on, I'd go to the next town up the line and I'd... Hello, folks.
3: Hello there, Mr. Wilcox. My goodness, we haven't seen you for ages. Hi,
1: Junior. What you been doing since we saw you last? Oh, spending most of my time at the golf course. Say, did you hear about Mayor Latrivia coming home today? Oh,
3: indeed we did, Mr. Wilcox. Isn't it wonderful? I'm going to ride in Mrs. Carstairs' automobile in the parade.
1: Oh, swell. Me too. I'm on our committee. What?
3: You too? Carstairs, Molly, Doc Gamble,
4: and now you. What's going on here anyway? Am I being intentionally left out of this?
1: Oh, well, now, look. I've nothing to do with it, pal. Mrs. Carstairs is handling the whole celebration. And I'll bet Latrivia will be mighty happy to be a civilian again.
3: I suppose he will. All men formed some very strong friendships in the service. McGee, did I know?
4: I sure did. And speaking of friendships, I'll never forget what my sergeant says to me the day I was discharged. Three little words that changed the whole course of my
3: life. What were they, McGee? Those three little words? Well, sir,
4: there we were. Just off the boat at Newport News. Yeah? Fellows that had been through thin and thick together. Thin underwear and thick mud. <laughs> fought and bled together. Buddy. (laughs) Well, sir, we knew lots of us would never see lots of us again, and it was kind of, well, kind of sentimental. All of a sudden, my sergeant comes up to me and puts his arms around my shoulders and says those three little words, go home, civilian.
1: (laughs) Hey, what outfit were you in? Judged by that uniform you've got on, you were with the Lewis and Clark
4: Expedition. Can't tell you that, Junior. I can only give you my name, rank, and serial number. International law, security reasons, you know. Oh, don't
3: be silly, (laughs) McGee. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be silly. That was 25 years ago.
4: Sure it was, and the War Department would still like to know who stole that boxcar full.
3: Ah, those were
2: silly,
4: indeed. Did I ever tell you how I won the Croix de Guerre? Did you win the Croix de Guerre? Really? I won it, Junior, but I didn't get it.
3: <laughs>
4: Jealousy, you know. You see, two other guys and me kidnapped von Hindenburg one night.
3: McGee, oh. you never told me that.
4: I was afraid it might frighten you.
6: <laughs> it did me.
4: <laughs> anyway, we kept von Hindenburg prisoner in a little patch of woods behind the German line, hammering questions at him all night long, with a bayonet stuck in his back.
5: <laughs>
4: he answered every question, too. When he'd answered everything, we threw him out and went back to our own line.
1: With some pretty valuable information, too, I guess. Well,
4: I would have had some valuable information, Junior, but none of us understood German. (laughs) So we never knew exactly what he told us. But that's enough about me, Junior. I don't like to talk about my experiences. Since when? (laughs) Say, you say you spent most of the summer on the golf course, Junior? Yeah. Did you, you suppose those... Certain people up there in, you
1: know, Wisconsin, the folks that you know, the stuff, that, think they to prove of that? You mean the Johnson Wax people in
3: Racine? <laughs> sure, they loved it. You mean they approved that you're wasting the summer playing golf? Playing what? Golf. Oh, I don't play golf. But you said you spent most of the summer on the golf course. What were you doing, trapping gophers?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I just sat there on the first tee with my bag of clubs. You do it, Molly.
3: No, you do it.
4: Somebody's got to do it.
3: Well, we'll both do it. What were you doing, Mr. Wilcox, sitting on the first tee? With
1: your bag of clubs if you don't play golf. (laughs) That's a very interesting question. Well, I had a can of Johnson's wax sitting beside me, you see? No. Yes,
2: sir. I sure did.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was the perfect demonstration of Johnson's wax for wood, for leather, for enamel surfaces. I'd wax my golf shoes and the golf bag, leather. Then my clubs, wood. They use steel clubs nowadays, Waxy. Oh, who cares, who cares. Then I'd wax all my golf balls, enamel. Well, sir, by that time, there'd be a crowd around me watching. And I'd give them a short pitch on Johnson's wax. How it protects against the elements, Mm -hmm. preserves the finish seals the pores against dust and dampness and how it adds life and beauty to so many things.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, say,
1: you're going down to meet La Trivia, eh, pal? You
4: couldn't keep me away with a ten-foot pole named Stanislas Walensky.
3: See you there, Mr. Wilcox.
4: Right, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> ah. ah, good old Waxy, good old Waxy. I love the way he tightens up and gets so excited when he talks about Johnson's wax. What do you suppose causes that? Surface tension. Oh, of course. (laughs) I should have known that.
7: Come in. Mrs. Carstairs, how nice to see you. Good afternoon, my dear. You're looking very well.
4: Hi, Carstairs. Look, I got a bone to pick with you.
7: How delightful. And then shall we bark at automobiles for an hour or so?
3: (laughs) Well, uh, he just wonders why you didn't ask him to be on the welcoming committee for Mayor Latrivia, Mrs. Tarsier. Don't
4: you know that Latrivia and I are extremely good friends, Tarsier? I do. Did you realize that with me being an ex service man myself, I might be the logical person to handle a difficult situation like this? Don't you think it would be fitting for one war hero to welcome the other war hero? May I ask why you deliberately give me the Hindu shuffle on this deal? Pray do.
3: Pray do what, Mrs. Stark? Pray ask me.
4: (laughs) Okay, what was the idea of including me out of this celebration?
7: Since you are so insistent, Mr. McGee, it was at the request of Mayor Latrivia himself. We have corresponded with him concerning his arrival, and he said in his last telegram, and I quote, and please see that Fibber McGee is kept in the background, unquote.
4: Please see that Fibber McGee is kept in the background. Ah, <laughs> oh, sure. I think that's the finest compliment a man ever had.
3: Did you say compliment, dearie? Why
4: don't you get it? Oh, that Latrivia is so sentimental. He's afraid if he sees me, the first thing he'll do, he'll just go all to pieces. Can't trust himself. Imagine him being so emotional.
2: Well,
7: now that we've settled that to Mister McGee's satisfaction, and a remarkably cheap settlement it was. Uh, may I have a word with you, my dear? Why, of course, Missus Carson pardon us, dearie? Why, sure. Now, as for the arrangements, my dear, we all meet down at the railroad station and form a group at the gate. So when Mayor the Trivia's train comes in, I'll be ready. When... Please keep
4: River McGee in the background. Uh, I'm going to treasure them words as long as I live. Why to think that all the trivia thinks so much of me... That <laughs>
3: their trains come in some place that isn't so crowded. I wonder where Mrs. Carr says. Ah, oh, there she is. You, Mrs. Carr says. hoo oh, There you are, my dear.
7: Is that awful little, uh, is your husband with you? No.
3: No, he isn't. He just walked out of the house muttering something about staying in the background. He seems... Oh, look, Mrs. Carr says. There's Mr. Wilcox and Dr. Gamble. yoo boys, over here. Hello,
6: Molly. Hello, Millicent. Hollow and I were wondering what train our wandering coast guardsman was coming in on. Doc, never end a sentence with a preposition, Doc. I'm old enough to end a sentence with a split infinitive if I want to. (laughs) And I want to, but I can't think of one. Where's little Napoleon, Molly? Don't tell me he's going to miss this glorious opportunity to make a silly ass of himself.
3: Well, uh, he just disappeared, Doctor. I intentionally failed to tell
7: him that there would be a newsreel cameraman here. I think you will agree that Mr. McGee is not our most
1: photogenic citizen. You're not whistling Dixie there, lady. Oh,
3: I don't know. I think McGee photographs very well. He has a nose just like Bob Hope.
1: Yes, and he has
6: shoulders like Clark Gable. One on each side. <laughs> <laughs> However, that morph-eaten old Your uniform you... Train number 31, the Cinder Bucket, will
4: arrive in two minutes on track three from East St. Louis, Kankakee, Moline, Joliet, and oddly enough, Havana, Cuba.
7: Come along, gentlemen. We must be at the gate to welcome the mayor.
1: Latrivia.
6: I don't see anybody in uniform on that train. Except that dumpy little guy in the... Oh, now, wait a minute. It can't be.
3: Heavenly Davis, McGee. McGee, how did you get on there? All right, folks. Well, there's Mr. Latrivia right behind him, trying to
7: see what's going on. Move aside, Mr. McGee. Move aside.
1: Look at Latrivia trying to peek over McGee's shoulder. He looks like the middle Andrews' sister. (laughs)
6: Gentlemen, it is my proud <laughs> privilege oh,
4: to welcome home from the South Pacific, Chief Gunner's
1: Mate, His Honor, Mayor Latrivia.
2: Thank you,
1: thank you, my friend. Needless to say, I've looked forward with a great deal of pleasure. Hold to a minute, possible. Latrivia, I wasn't through yet, huh?
2: folks.
4: <laughs> since I climbed aboard at the edge of town, I have been briefing Latrivia on how to conduct himself in civilian life. I've been telling him he can't expect to go into the first store he comes to and buy a girdle. (laughs) Uh
2: Oh, cut it out.
7: Mr. Mayor, we have a car waiting for you.
1: Thank you, Mrs. Costez, and it's wonderful to see you again.
7: I was just telling the trivia
1: that the cigarette situation... Oh,
4: no, no, trivia,
6: Trivia, you sea-gone Ward healer. How are
1: you, boy? Doc Gamble. Why, you bald-headed old midwife. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to see you. And Harlow Wilcox. Welcome home, pal. We've been keeping the ballot boxes hot for you. Well, I must say, I... Well, Molly McGee... Hello, Molly.
3: Hello, Mr. Mayor. I, uh, this is such a... I've
6: been telling the trivia about what a civilian's
4: been through while he was out there in them lazy old South Sea Island folks. I told him Attention, that he ought loved... to... please.
6: Train number 31, the cinder bucket, now leaving on track three. What? What? Well, well,
1: wait a minute. My duffel bag. Huh? I must have left it on the train. McGee, would you
2: mind... Well, me? I'll get, it. get,
1: get up. Up. I'll huh? be back in the train. Hurry, McGee. Up. Well, I must say, folks, that when McGee got on the train at the edge of town, I was very... 30... Huh? Okay, get off, McGee, get off quick! No, don't, it's going too fast, Kitty! Hey, let, hey, let, let
7: me off! Let me off! Let me off! Pardon me, Mr. Mayor, but this is your duckle bag right here, isn't it?
2: <laughs> yes,
5: isn't it? <laughs>
6: Now, as I was saying, when McGee got on the train at the edge of town,
5: I was really... (laughs)
1: Now and then, I feel that I should say something extra special about the newest form of Johnson's Wax. To make sure you know about this new cream wax that was developed for furniture and woodwork, it's quite different from the regular liquid and paste wax. It's a white liquid and it contains several cleansing ingredients, so that it does an amazing cleaning job. You can make this test in just a moment. Apply a little cream wax with a cloth to a strip of light-colored woodwork, or your windowsill, or refrigerator. Take a stretch that has smudgy fingerprints or the dirt, and notice how this disappears instantly. Then, with a minimum of rubbing, you give furniture and woodwork a soft, satiny wax luster that, believe me, is beautiful. This wax finish is dry, not oily, so dirt and dust don't cling to it. It gives furniture and woodwork real wax protection, and it makes your housework easier. Even if you already have the paste or liquid Johnson's Wax on hand, just try one bottle of cream wax. You'll really like it.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, several years ago, there was a young fellow singing with the orchestra on this program, and he was a nice kid, and everybody liked him. In fact, everybody liked him so much, they're making him one of the top singing stars of today. His name is...
3: Harry Como. And our congratulations and best wishes to him. Then a little later, there was a
4: drummer with Billy Mills' orchestra. But he had something besides a set of skins and a wire brush. He had ideas. And those ideas are now making him a miserable little fortune. You know who we mean?
3: Spike Jones. Nice going, Spike.
4: Then there was an actor named Harold Perry... After seven or eight years with us, he decided that time didn't pay. and As the great Gildersleeve, he's making Sunday night radio history. More power to him.
3: And last but not least, from these little Tuesday night weenie roads, there came a character named Beulah. We want to extend our congratulations and all good wishes to Marlon Hurst and his own Beulah show.
6: It all just goes
4: to prove, folks, that... Class will tell.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe someday McGee and I'll have a show of our very own. But that's for the future. Good night, all. <laughs>
1: Speaking for the makers of Johnson's wax finishes for home and industry, I'm inviting you all to be with us again next Tuesday night. Stay tuned now for Bob Hope. And remember, Tuesday is a bigger comedy night than ever, with your old friends, Amos and Andy, being heard just before Siba McGee and Molly. Good night. This is
0: the National Broadcasting Company. Hindi cinemaka, Sapsibara blockbuster Hoga Entertainment. Karan Joher, or Manish Paul Host Film Fair Film Ali Khanke electrifying performances. To for Hindi cinema's biggest celebration. Watch the 69th Hyundai Film Fair Awards 2024 with Gujarat's tourism on Sunday, 18th February, 9 pm. Only on ZT.